You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the heroes of Icon as they defend Cybertronian civilization from the remnants of Cybertron First to Lord Starscream's egotistical leadership and beyond to the unknown threats on the other side of distant stars. Welcome back to Empire of Rust, the one and only, the first singular original Transformers RPG podcast. How's everybody doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, pretty well. That's bad. I am well. Well, I'm glad to hear it. I am doing well as well. (laughs) You were way too proud of that. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I work hard to make myself well. <laughs> I meant the phrase. Well, well, well. That will be the first of 18 scheduled well jokes for this evening. Uh, so I have a question for all of you. I was in the grocery store the other day, and I was looking for some, some snacks to snack on, as you do. When I got to thinking about all the snacks that I had when I was a kid that I can't find anymore, and one snack came back as the the one that is is always been missing and I can never find anymore. It, they stopped making it, but I haven't even found like cheap knockoff kind of stuff for this. And that is Magic Middles. I was just going to say that. <laughs> we, we definitely yep. had this conversation at a character, I think, because it's like, I, that was literally the one that came to my mind when you said that so <laughs> i i loved magic metals it was a uh, for those of you who don't remember it was a keebler product back in the mid 90s mid late 90s yeah, something around there some, yeah and they were delicious like they were molten, cookies molten chocolate in the middle yeah and not huh. like a tiny bit it, they're like they were packed with it too it was just effectively a a pile of chocolate cream Surrounded by a very thin, like a cookie shell, it was ninety percent like chocolate mm-hmm. interior. That's very nice. Oh, Sounds good. So good. Which got me thinking to like all of the other like foods and snacks that we had when we were kids that we just either haven't seen in stores at all, or they stopped making, or stuff they just we don't really have. Inexpensive ones. All the snacks are like twice as much as they used to be when we were younger. So I really miss just inexpensive cookies and snacks. <laughs> you know, when you could go That's... in with five bucks and have like a week's worth of diarrhea, like, you know, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're technically correct. <laughs> I think you could buy a bottle of prune juice for five. <laughs> That's not, uh, I guess it is. <laughs> Depends how fast you drink it, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What about the rest of you? What have you? What foods have you not found lately, or just avoided for some for whatever reason it is? Well, I mean, not. It's been like what a year and a half. I've I've been I've been gluten sensitive for like I've been gluten 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 sensitive for like a year and a half. So most things have dropped out of my diet at this point. <laughs> oh. But one thing I remember way long ago, I don't think they make it anymore. It's it's actually, I think I was more interested in the concept that, than the actual delivery when I was a kid because I never, my mom never actually got it for me. Um, they're called chewels. I think they're gum with like liquid candy on the inside or something like that. Oh, yeah. Chewels. Huh? They're pretty obscure. They were, they were like ubiquitous. In like the 80s or the early 90s and like basically in the, the checkout lines. I assume you had the mic? Once or twice. I remember them, at least. Something were more they, seen than had, I think. Were they good? Uh, I don't I, remember I, them being good. <laughs> I think that <laughs> it was know. just like something different. <laughs> if I remember correctly, and I don't sure if I had one or one that was similar, because a few things came out that were like this. It was like it, it was cool when you first bit into them because you get a big flavor, and then mm. everything went plain real fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like the gum was the, the flavor just didn't stay in the gum, you know. Mm. Okay. So. Do cereals count? Sure, sure. Like I There's remember, no like to this. like tricks was amazing back when it was just round balls, and now it's this weird, like overly puffed, airy. I don't know. I, I just find them to be very unpleasant. But then I saw a really funny meme that they're like, "What if they actually are that?" It's just like 
tricks are only for kids. So now that I'm an adult, I just can't see them because, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, so it's just like that cereal can only exist in nostalgia for me now, you know. Okay. <laughs> It's like uh, Heisenberg cereal or something like that. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> I used to eat a lot of potato sticks and cheese balls when I was a kid, and I can't remember the last time I ever had a potato stick, but I'm sure they exist. I have a can over there. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I did oh, there you go, some, Mike. I did try some cheese balls fairly recently, and they were very underwhelming. I was like, oh, like they definitely tasted better in my childhood memory. Like like the round so, like cheese puff kind of ball thing. Yeah, like you're cheese, talking about. Yeah, like the planters. Yeah. Like you get the big container, and then you just have orange fingers and face. You know, at the end. Okay, it's a lot of brands of that now, though. So it might. Yeah, I got some cheesy poofs from the from a place that's in Easton, <laughs> and um, they're really good, but they're not all that good. Huh? Chewels, indeed. Chewels. Yeah, that's something I never. If I ever saw it, like I don't. I don't remember it. What about combos? Are they still a thing? Oh, yes, they I, are. I, so I actually just, I, I eat uh, the cheese and cracker combos for road trips. Like if I know I'm going to be driving so for, more than, for more than like two hours, that's the only time I ever do it. And actually I, I went away last weekend and I actually had some cheese and cracker combos, but they're, they're way expensive because you can only really get them at like the, you know, convenience store or the gas station. So they're like four bucks. For like, mm. so you get a little pack for four bucks, yeah, or you can get a sack at the grocery store for like eighty dollars, yeah. You know, <laughs> my heart bleeds for for co- co- combos. Not that I can't eat them anymore. I love the <laughs> cheese and crackers. It was same same one as my favorite flavor. Yeah, uh, uh, nice. There was a. I know it's not strictly a, a like a grocery store food, but there was a. A sub shop near my uh, near my house when I was growing up, and it was called uh, Noah's Ark, and it was a fairly standard sub shop, uh, you know, like chicken, bur- like chicken sandwiches, burgers, what have you. But they baked their bread fresh, like on site, like they didn't buy it from anywhere. And as long as you went in, like kind of like the late afternoon, early evening, you would get like. Like totally fresh bread. You you know order a sub, order a chicken sandwich, or order a sandwich of some kind, and it would be this like super soft, like freshly baked oven bread. Uh, great chicken toppings, everything, and it was a really really great great sandwich. And I would get that on the way home from college all the time. It's like yeah, this is this is great. They were bought by some some rando person, and their name changed to Al Capone's. <laughs> And their bread was not made fresh every day. So by the time I got my sandwich, like the heels, like the edges of the bread, like the the sub rolls turned like super hard and super like crusty. And it was just like unpleasant. And after that, it was like, well, now I can't have this anymore because this is just not good. Was it a local place or was it a chain? I think it was local. I could be wrong. Or it could be one of those like local chains where there's like four or five in an area, but that's it. I, I'm pretty certain it was it was local though. Yeah, it's a good they're good it's a it's a treasure when you can find a good one. Like uh, probably is probably isn't doesn't say great things for me, but they they know my name at the uh, the local sub shop. And I walk in, they just hand me my food. <laughs> <laughs> I order that put on like two or three times a week. Um, but they have the gluten-free rolls, so that's where I'm going to go. There you, you go. Know. And they do a good job, so. Some other stuff are, like, uh, drinks you can't really find very much anymore. Ecto-cooler. Uh, oh, I that came was out just going to say that. Ecto-cooler. Yeah, well, that's you can, the classic example. There's a formula for it online that's, like, it's pretty much like a combination of, like, orange and, uh... Like lime. Tangerine. Like, yeah, like tangerine. It was, like, orange and tangerine mixed... And it was very good. You know, I had a Halloween party years and years ago when we made some. Um, hmm. But yeah, like... Ecto Big Y used to have uh, a drink. It was like a tangerine and something, and it tasted pretty much the same. But I don't think they have that anymore. Hmm. Aww. I imagine a real mix of real juices is probably going to be better. <laughs> yeah. 
For what? For what? Real that juices. <laughs> <laughs> Roomy. <I'm> de- <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if I were to drink real juice, I'll drink Hawaiian punch. Thank you very much. <laughs> 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 oh, I love that shit growing up. Oh my god. You know, I would I could drink so much of that shit that the only reason that I stopped is because my body had too much red in it. Not because <laughs> of any other reason. It was just the color restriction. It was like 60% red ink, I mean, right? I mean, (laughs) delicious, delicious red ink. (laughs) Never been a punch guy. Yeah, I've never been into Hawaiian punch. Tropicana Twister. They used to have this one Tropicana Twister that I I haven't been able to find in, you know, more than a decade. That I remember, like, for a couple of years was like, that was like my go-to drink for like almost anything. Huh. I was thinking about Mellow Yellow. I never it really still exists. I never really drank that one. Yeah. Has anyone seen it lately? It's like uh it's like Mountain Dew's like evil evil twin or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it still exists, actually. Okay. What about you, Adam? What are you uh, what are you missing from when you were a kid? Uh I had a hankering for uh nutter butters. They're uh peanut shaped cookies with peanut butter spread in them and the cookies themselves were hash marked to look like a peanut uh always used to have those over at my uh my grandmother's house um it's just one of my favorite things about visiting there and seeing grandpa and grandma and you can't find these anymore uh well i just haven't uh haven't really found them oh you just haven't had them i'm I'm pretty sure they still exist yeah yeah, I, they do. I yeah. think they probably do. If I looked hard enough, I could find them. It's just I haven't had them for forever, decades. Mm. With yes, decades. Yeah. Mm. I like the sort of squares that they make, which is like filled with peanut butter. See, when you first said that, I thought you were talking about like Nutty Buddies, like the the chocolate sticks. Nope. Nope. Nutter butters. Okay. Look it up online. You'd be able to see that cookie immediately and. You'll know. Good choice. Yeah, solid choice. What about you, Mike? What are you missing? So, uh, the ice cream truck used to have these WWF superstar wrestling bars. <laughs> it was like uh, vanilla awesome. ice cream and like a cookie and chocolate around it. Mm, and they nice. had like a print of a wrestler on them. Very awesome. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Root, root beer favored, <laughs> root beer flavored popsicles. Oh, okay. Wow. There's a place that's like, you know, now it's like a tanning salon or something like that. It was called Joe's where we were. And it just like, like I remember being a kid and being like, that was the, like, if you behave, we'll go get root beer flavored popsicles. And I was like, whoop. Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> actually, I'm actually drinking root beer right now. And uh, today I haven't had this kind of like barks. Triggered that I'm like, oh, this actually kind of tastes the way that the root beer flavored popsicles did. So that's interesting. I didn't even think of that until now. But maybe literally today. Bars. Yeah, Mike, were those were those are those ice cream sandwiches on sticks? Yeah, kind of. It wasn't like um, the chocolate sandwich bar that you get. Are you looking it up where like to a get weird them right now? Cookie thing. No, they don't have them anymore. Matt, Matt will find them somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they did more recent ones, too, with WWE guys, but they're it's, a little bit different. It's the F that does it, man. It's the F that <laughs> totally... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. All right. Well, speaking of eating things... Uh, Pat, that was a good just... segue. That was a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> and no one knows why yet. Yeah. Carapace just found a, the corpse of Wolfang on the ground, on the street, just behind his building. Are you going to eat that? Well, it was funny. Like, so we, we probably had this little conversation just a moment ago, but I was like, I can't tell which would be more respectful like as a yukari, like to eat someone to be like, oh, like I'm partaking of their strength or to not eat them because like, well, if they were weak enough to die, then why would I want that in me? You know, like that sort of thing. But 
Um, I don't think I'm going to eat him because I'm also not a carnivore. Like my form is a beetle. Like I more eat. Well, I guess corpses and shit, right? So there you go. Um, <laughs> uh, but check I will search. And check. Yeah, I will. I will search him. Give me a quick perception check there. Perception is twelve plus eleven, so let's say twenty-three. All right. All right. Well, you uh, certainly find uh, his belongings on him. Uh, 200 Shanix and a weapon. Uh, effectively, it is a, uh, a crossbow, but it's actually like his tail. Like his tail like, disconnects and is actually like, the, the housing of the weapon. That's funny. He didn't have that when we met last time. Yeah. Because he couldn't. Maybe he was inspired. <laughs> yeah. He learned that he uh, he needs some ranged options here. Otherwise, there you know someone's going to float above him and just drop him. Are there any um, traces of like? Do, do I think it was the same fate weaver that did it, or was it a different one? You get the same scent as you were sniffing around and, and tracking his body over behind your your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's. It makes sense that it's the same. I mean, even even the fate weavers would have a unique uh, unique sense for each of them. So yeah, it, right. it makes sense. You believe so? Uh, can I tell how long he has been dead? Uh, that I think is going to take a medicine check. I have a rank in that. Hey, Give it a shot. And oh, I rolled a seventeen, so that is a twenty-four. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Uh, I'll say it's about four to five days or so. Okay, so they've been they've been looking for Pythagoras for four or five days. Then, um, okay, I will uh, head around and actually go into my house because it's possible they might have like left a message other than you know the dead dog in the back my, my backyard. Um, Good Ziploc. Yeah, so I'll go I'll go look inside and see what I can see. Uh, at your front door, uh, you can see like a, a lot of the like the paint on the metal has kind of like worn away. Uh, you think that it might have been uh, Wolfang himself who's kind of like rubbed up against the the door. Uh, but the door itself does seem to be secured and doesn't look like there is any sign of forced entry. So, okay, well, I will uh, also go- not force entry. <laughs> to your own house. You, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You go in, and nothing seems out of place or unusual. Uh, although you can notice that the the position of the body, uh, it seems like it was positioned in a very clear way that you can see it, like through like your one of your back windows. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. It, was, it does look like it was placed there intentionally for you to see. It's a demonstration. Yeah. Okay. Um... Well, I will uh, reach out to you guys and uh, say that I have found Wolfang's body. So I think that that's, uh, that only reinforces my concern. So I will let me know where you guys are, and I will head there immediately. Gasp! So where? So where uh, are you? I don't. I don't know where we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're at. We're at where we were going. Okay. Depth cool. charges building. Yes. I, I will meet you there. We need vengeance. Vengeance. Magnum, Wildstrike, and Denizen. Uh, the three of you, I believe, said you said you were going to head on over to uh, Depth Charges and uh, talk with him while... Carapace was checking in on Wolfang. Correct. So what kind of place does he have? I'll, uh, I'll give you this because I'm, I'm sure that you had to do some research as to where like, all these candidates are. And uh, I'm sure Sweet Spot, before his untimely death, would have also mentioned a lot about it. Uh, so Depth Charge has a home uh, here on Cybertron, uh, specifically in Iacon. It's in one of the nicer districts. Uh, and uh, it's a little unusual because it's not a like a cave or like a dwelling or anything like that. It's like a full-on like typical like Cybertronian home. 
Uh, so he is, he's kind of doing this, un, he's kind of unlike most Yukarans in that respect. But you also know that it's Depth Charge. He's one of the Wave Walkers. So he turns into a an aquatic animal, a marine animal. So I suppose it makes sense that he has to stay in his robot form for most of his time here on Cybertron because he needs water to get around, which there is precious little. All right. Is there any, is there any natural water on Cybertron? Water? No. No. Uh, the only water that'll show up is if, like, a like an asteroid made of ice, like, ends up uh, landing on the planets. Uh, so the three of you are going to head on over to uh, Depth Charge's uh, home. All right. Who wants to take the lead? I can do that, I guess. Magnum or Pythagoras, which one? Well, both. <laughs> Let me rephrase the question. Is Magnum with Pythagoras' head going up, or is Pythagoras with Magnum head going up? <laughs> that doesn't make it any clearer, but he is he is in robot form, if that makes it clearer. <laughs> sure, okay. <laughs> That's how he it helps to walk. Uh, so the three of you are heading up the walk to Depth Charge's house, and Wildstrike, you notice something very concerning. The moment you get within sight of Depth Charge's front door, uh, the door has been wrenched off its track, and it looks like it was forced open and then like pulled closed to kind of hide that fact. Okay, I'll mention that. You guys see the door? Looks like somebody broke in. Oh, then they won't mind me doing this. I'll kick it in. <laughs> All right, you go first. Knock, knock. <laughs> I'll see if they enter into the room. Right. Uh, actually, give me a quick little strength check there. Oh, you want a strength check, do you? I do. That actually might be a challenge for me. <laughs> if it's any better for you, you can use athletics. I think it is a wee bit better, so I will. Oh, athletics, okay. then. All righty, then. I rolled myself a 23. 19 on the die. Damn, Denison. How's that for Mama Bear coming back? To fuck up Goldilocks. <laughs> <laughs> Were you the one that did this? <laughs> Transform into bear form. You just put both paws right up on the door and just boom. The whole thing just falls right in. Is there a cat man under the door? <laughs> ah, excuse me. <laughs> so the door is open and Denizen, you can see that uh, it looks like Someone has gone through this house. Like, like Wild Strike does? No, there's like, a, there's like a big hole on one side and a big hole on the other. <laughs> oh, yeah, this, it looks like it looks like someone has kind of rifled through stuff. You know, it's like, like everything. There's a lot of stuff there, but you know how like when someone is like is looking for something and it just like throws stuff, some stuff to the ground. So it's stuff been like ransacked. That. that the word you're looking for? Not severely. Lightly untidy. I don't look for things that way. Like even when I'm in a hurry, like I've never in my life been this like, ah, fuck it. Like you know, like I don't, I don't understand that. Maybe my ranks in perception and search are, are inadequate. You know, <laughs> totally. Maybe I'm just a very something. destructive way to search. So, well, no. Um, the thing is, your 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 perception bonus there, Pat. No, Pat's perception mm-hmm. bonus is good. He doesn't need to do that. Suppose that's one way of looking at it. I will liberate my my big old sidearm. Hey, hey, hey! Oh, <laughs> what are the chances? What are the chances? Depth charge is just untidy. I don't know. Actually, he's he's, he's your Karin, so actually pretty good. But <laughs> the broken door, actually, also pretty good. <laughs> 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 you find a stack of replacement doors in the back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. All right. Uh, so, Denison, you are still in the door. Magnum, you're pulling your sidearm. Wildstrike, what are you doing? Um, yeah, I'll go in cautiously. I have all my weapons ready. Okay. If I'm able to, I'll step aside to give them room to come in. So the three of you make your way into Death Charge's home. Uh, it is eerily quiet. I'll listen to see if there's any noise coming from any other rooms. Perception. Since you said I'm in my bear form, I'm also going to be sniffing the air. And yes, I know that's a perception. 
You can make a perception check too then. Of course you can. Who told you I can't? While well, it's you getting in this perception, this hot perception action. You know, I might as well. Make it a threesome, huh? <laughs> uh, 30. 30? Ooh, that's solid. 20. Less solid. 33. Well, Strike, you almost got as good as uh, as Magnum here. Yeah. All right. Denizen, you smell nothing, which on its own is a little unusual. You're, usually there's always a scent of some kind, but there's actually no scent. I don't think he's here. I can't smell him. Wildstrike, Magnum, uh, the two of you are getting very similar vibes, but because you rolled so high, you know that the lack of sound on its own is very suspicious here. Usually you would hear something, even like a little buzz of of machinery or uh, like Energon as it's kind of like running through the, the house's like computer systems, but you're hearing nothing. Do you want to say it, Mike? Or should I? Go for it. It's quiet. Too quiet. <laughs> <laughs> would there be something like a, uh, some type of device that would cause it to be silent? Hmm. Like an EMP that's gone off? Uh, yeah. Since you, you have seen something like this before, I will give this to, to both you guys. Uh, a An EMP going off in the house would have done something like this. It would have fried all the electronic equipment in here, and this could be the result from that. Okay. Uh, now, I will say that when you when you step in, you can see uh, two rooms. Uh, the one that you are currently in is kind of like a uh, uh, like a, uh, not a meeting room, what am I searching for? Like a, like a lounge, kind of like a gathering space for people. Probably where uh, Depth Charge would hold meetings and conduct interviews and what have you. Like this is like the, the public face of the of the house. Uh, and the uh, back room that you can kind of see into uh, looks to be kind of like a uh, like a prep room of some kind. Uh, so you know, prepping for any kind of like gatherings, parties, stuff like that. Uh, you can actually see some like serving ware for Energon and, and what have you. And there's you can see the like, an actual like Energon, kind of like an Energon tap almost. Okay. Uh, and to the west, there is a staircase that is heading upwards to a second floor. So, um, judging from the outside of the building, is there? Do you think that would we think there's any more rooms on this floor that we can't see from here? You don't think so. Do you remember how many floors there were from the outside? Just two. I will use my energon sensor and try to detect anything above us. I'll get ready to head up the stairs. I'll finish okay. off whatever porridge is left and get ready to go up the stairs. <laughs> Love it. Uh, with your energon sensors, you... Get zero readings inside the house. Well, does that mean that we're dead too? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, should have rephrased. You get zero readings from the house <laughs> and three readings from the three of you. Ah, okay. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I was scared there for a second. Five. It's actually five readings. Yeah, but th- right. th- th- this I yeah. don't think my energon sensor is good enough to determine separate pieces of a yeah. magnum a, and the tigers, and then you roll with a Michael and wild strength. Yeah, this is a two thousand year old energon sensor. Do, do I get the impression it is penetrating the ceiling though? I think I have a range of like sixty feet in this this mode. Yeah, I'll say yeah. You, you get the sense that it, it's it's going through. Uh, you don't think that the internal walls of the of the house are really meant for, um, like for blocking like sensors. That's a first. Every other building we've ever been in it blocks all the sensors <laughs> and the walls. <laughs> Note, I said the interior walls. Uh, Lord, <laughs> I need better sensors. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, I guess um, Wild Strike's taking the lead. I guess going upstairs. So I yeah. will. I'll head out. I will cover his back. Okay. And I'll try not to touch yours. Thank you very much. Don't mention it. I mean, really, to anyone ever. All right, Wild Strike. Yes. At the top of the stairs, uh, you can see a small hallway with three rooms uh, off the, the hallway. 
You've passed by two of them, and they look to be empty rooms. Uh, it, it, they look to be effectively like recharge rooms, effectively like personal spaces, but neither of those two are actually used for any reason. They're they're just they're just empty. Okay. Uh, the third one though looks to be depth charges, like main, like his his personal room. You want to head on in? Uh, so yeah, you uh, you head in there and slumped against uh, the wall right next to a his recharge slab is the body of Depth Charge, and you can see a hole in his chest. <sighs> Dead guy. All right. Well, we found Depth Charge. Magnum, you able to yeah see what happened here? Yeah, I'll take a look. Uh, just check their own room to see if to make sure there's nothing dangerous in here. Yeah. Before we uh, start poking, getting more detailed. I got a 26 perception. Sure, I'll give it a whirl. How would you look at that? That's a clear and present 27 from Denizen. Ooh. Something doesn't smell right here. I see someone with a 35, though. <laughs> yeah, I've got a 39 perception. <laughs> Headmasters, I think, are like the ultimate skill monkeys, I think. Uh, all right. Denizen and Wildstrike. Uh, a quick check of the scene uh, will show you that there's no... There's nothing else around. Doesn't There's no movement or anything like that. Uh, you can see a hole in the wall uh, behind where Depth Charge would have been when he was shot. Uh, so it looks like it just kind of went clean through. Magnum. Uh, so you notice that as well. You notice that the, on the hole on the back wall. And you notice that there's no sign of, of forced entry to this door. Only the, the front door has any signs of a forced entry. Uh, this door is like hanging wide open. Uh, and along one edge of the, the room, uh, you can notice some some scuff marks, some kind of unusual looking scuff marks next to a wall. Ooh. All right. Uh, scuff marks next to, like, on the far side of the room? Oh, on the opposite side of depth charge? Or? Yes. It's actually not within line of sight of, uh, of depth charge. Oh, is it so the, the, so like, it, the slab gets in the way? or? Yeah, it'd be, like, in the corner and, and then, like, depth charge would be more towards, like, the middle of the room. Like, if you were to, like, if you were to kneel down and stand right at that spot, you could potentially see him, but, you know. If I pop up a little bit, then can I see him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And can I see through the hole in the wall from there? Uh, it's slightly off, but yeah. Yeah, you, you do kind of get that uh, that sense. Can I tell from examining him whether which which direction the, the, the shell went? There's it no... would have been, like, like, this direction. That's what you're... I don't know what this, That's what you this means, but... If you were to be like standing at where the scuff marks are, and then looking towards him, that's the direction the the blast went. So I, so I can tell that from the body. Yes. Okay. Because with these these things, you could theoretically, if you could aim it, you could shoot someone from outside the building. So sure. Um, I just want to sort of rule that out. Uh, as you are examining those scuff marks on the floor, you notice there is a hidden door against this wall. Whoa. It's actually built to look like the wall. That's a good, that's a good feature of a hidden door and wall. Yes. I would say that would be then the first criteria. So good job. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's a hidden door here, guys. But before I do that, the scuff marks, can I get more details about like how they're shaped? Do they look like footprints? Do they look like someone's crouching and sort of moving, dragging their feet around? Do I get probably, paint paint shards, colors from the paint? They're probably scuff marks from the secret door, you think? Could be. You get the sense that they are like the, the kind of wear marks of of someone moving in and out. Just sort of someone walking in, walking out. Yeah. I guess I'll see if I can uh, open uh, this thing. You're going to have to give me an engineering check to do that, man. Alrighty. Unless you want to have Dennis and try to kick it in. No, no, thank you. Now if we can avoid it. Or Wild Strike just crash through it. All I'm saying is you got options, man. I'd definitely go for the Wild Strike option. 
and I have no problem with these options. So I got a 34 engineering. Yeah, you can, uh, as you examine, you kind of figure out that the the latch or like the, the button to open the door is actually nowhere near the door itself. It's actually uh, near the recharge slab, surprisingly. And you kind of find a hidden button uh, off to the side that when you press it, the door slides open. Who is going to be first person in? I don't know. I don't mind going in. All right. Wild strike? Okay. Yeah, you are the toughest. Toughs among us. You're going to take a quick look in. Uh, and upon examining it, you find uh, the, 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 hit, the opening is actually built right into the base of the wall. It's about half of your height. So you are going to have to like crouch down in order to, to get there. Okay. Inside is a sealed inner door along with a computer panel. Uh, on the floor are the leftover casings of a bunch of circuit speeders. Circuit speeders? Yeah, they're like injectable. Uh, it's effectively drugs. Okay. They're like, they're like, you know, they're like uppers kind of thing. How big is the room? Can we all go in there, or is it small? Uh it it you could fit in there. It's a tight fit though, especially with all of your like parts in Google on there. Uh, I'm just gonna do a quick perception check to see if there's anything dangerous in here. Okay. Uh, Twenty-four. Uh, I mean, aside from the circuit speeders, they don't look very pleasant. I, you, you probably don't want to get them anywhere near you. Yeah. But otherwise... No, like no tripwires or explosives about to go off or anything like that. Doesn't look like it. Okay. I will step out of the room, tell them what I saw in there, and expect Magnum to go in one, to examine things. So I'm guessing that's what he'd like to do. All right. Maybe I'll just send Prothagoras in. It'll fit better. Yeah. yeah. So I'll transform, send him in. Um, you said there was an inner door. Is that open? Is that just part of the door we opened? There is. Uh, so effectively, like this little like room, there is the hidden door mm. kind of up front where you guys just walked in. And then on the other side of the space, there is another door in there. So we don't know what's in that beyond that point yet. Correct. Uh, at this point, though, I will give uh, all three of you a culture check if you want to try it out. 19. 24. You realize what this is. It is an escape tunnel for dignitaries and politicians. So it's effectively a like a, a, a partially a panic room with an escape hatch that will lead somewhere else. You're not quite certain where at the moment, but... Maybe exam... I mean, it, can we tell if someone came in this way from what we're looking at? With a successful computer check, you could. <laughs> All right. What about tracking any any footprints to see which way they're heading? Uh, go ahead and give me a survival. All right. Survival coming up here. Uh, it's a 25. Uh, it takes you a little while to kind of to, to figure it out, but you can determine that there were some very faint footprints that came in from the outer door there. there sorry, not the outer, the inner door into wherever that goes uh, through this space into the uh, the recharge room here, into, into the bedroom. So some, someone came in through here, mm-hmm. is what you're saying. Yes. All right, I'll relay that to the others. Right. A small someone, too. Hey. Oh. Oh, came in this way. Interesting. So, we have a little assassin. Just a little tiny assassin. So, that, that actually excludes um, depth charge from being the person who made these marks, too. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I got a computers of 25. 25? Okay. Uh, you can tell that the the computer was used and the door was opened uh, several times in the last week. Now these these circ- little circuits, the little drug things, um, are they like uppers? They keep you awake. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know that uh, that less than savory bots will use them to like stay awake when they're like on a patrol or if they're trying to to not have to recharge. Uh, but you do know that extended use of them is damaging to your internal systems. 
like blow a hole through your chest kind of dangerous? Eh, not that bad. But it does tend to contaminate your energon and actually turn it a bit acidic. Can we test if Death Chart had that in his system? Uh, you know, with a medicine check, yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Do that in a sec, but I'm going to just see if I can get this door open. I can't help with that. I'm just curious. I will check that in a sec. 25, but I actually didn't add all my modifiers. But, that's, yeah. add, that's more than enough. Uh, you can tell that the uh, the computer panel inside the panic room is actually designed to really easily open up the door heading outwards uh, very easily because that's the entire point of the room. It is a, a panic room and escape hatch. So actually getting through that inner door is very easy. Uh, so yeah, the you press the button, the door opens, and there is a long tunnel that leads downwards and away from the house. Okay. It, it first, like, drops down, too. So there is, like, a, a ladder, and it goes down, and then and straight up. And this design really, like, works with what you were, had, had figured out, that this is, in fact, like, an escape route for, for a dignitary. How hard would it be to open the door from the outside? Like, from inside the tunnel? Yes. Uh, a little bit of skill, certainly. Not your your average bot couldn't do it, but someone who is somewhat skilled in computers could manage it. I guess before we explore the tunnel, I'll check to see. I'll check the system. I'll re- recombine. And, uh, you recombine in this little no. panic room? Ow, Ow my head. <laughs> <laughs> my head's stuck. <laughs> All right. You got 23 medicine. And what are you trying to figure out again? To see if uh, Depth Charge had any of this stuff in his system, like Wildstrike suggested. Initial readings say no. Doesn't look like he does. Uh, you would also know that a politician who does circuit speeders would be at a significant disadvantage if that information ever came out. I wouldn't necessarily stop them, though. True. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know, guys, that like, uh, it looks like uh, someone came in the back door and probably waited for a long time for him to come in and then uh, shot him from outside, from like, coming in the secret door. That sounds reasonable to you guys. Sure does. Yeah, definitely. So, did he die in his room, or was he placed there? Given the hole in the wall, probably in the room. So, and we have this tunnel. Uh, Do we guys, I assume we want to follow it, see where it goes. Do we have any traces of the EMP that we can find? You mean, like, if we can tell for sure if it's been used? Yeah, like, why is it so eerily silent here? We think it's an EMP, but... It was there actually well, yeah, we were just, there you are, You're right, on? we were just guessing. We should have evidence. You're right. <laughs> I'll check the computers and the, the hardware around here to see if any if it's, if it's been fried electromagnetically. Or... Yeah, you, you'll have to spend a few minutes doing it. But yeah, you go to each room, check all the equipment and everything to see what the deal is. And yeah, uh, everything inside the, the house here is is fried. However, I will give you this because uh, Wild Strike, on the way in, even though you were paying attention to that door, that was like the, the big thing, uh, you did notice that the exterior lights are on and there is a, a security camera that was kind of hidden to the side on the exterior of the building. But yes, Magnum, everything inside is fried. Okay. Zap the cameras so they can't be seen. They come in and they shoot them through the back door. Big question is why is why is the front door busted? Because that actually doesn't seem to make sense based on what we've seen. There'd be no need to come. There'd be no need to bust in through the front door unless he was in a hurry to get out. I was gonna say why somebody. It's a cover. Oh yeah. Most most so people wouldn't be able, be able to, to find the door. Yeah. You, like, you're ridiculous. Or two, somebody was with him when the door opened and all of a sudden, like, he just gets creamed and then they're like, whoa, like, <laughs> the, I don't care what's in the way. Wall or door, it's, it's going <laughs> off. <laughs> you know? Legs don't fail me now. Also, just in case I, I said something wrong because the reaction did not go as I expected. The, the inside, completely fried. 
But Wildstrike, you remember that the outside lights are still working and that there is a camera out there. Ah, okay. So we should be able to look in that camera and see what happened. Maybe. Is it facing the house? Is facing the front door. Okay, so maybe we can see what happened to the door. All right. Hmm. So, check the camera first, or do you guys want to go down the tunnel first? Uh, check the camera. You can download the info, and then we'll be on our way. Okay. Give me a very important computer's roll. Nyko assist. That'd be great. Plus two from Nyko. What's uh, Denizen doing while all this computer stuff is going on? Uh, just playing with her fidget box. Fidgety, fidgety. You press the button and all the lights turn green. It's never happened before. <laughs> I'll examine it to make sure all the lights truly are green. <laughs> so with, with Pythagoras plus Nyko's help is 36. Plus 4 is 40. Plus 4 is 44. Well, I did say it was an important role, so good thing. That's why I wanted to make sure every all my all my ducks were in a row. <laughs> okay. So here's what you get uh, from the work on the camera. Uh, it actually still has most, if not all, of the data from the last week, uh, week's worth of time. And you get a good amount of information on here. So the days are going to be important on this, so pay attention on this one. House surveillance shows a bot entering the house three days ago. Or I should say attempting to enter the house. They spend a long time opening the door. The bot has tank treads on his back and a slashed through Decepticon symbol on his chest. Now, Wildstrike, you recognize him as a former Decepticon turncoat, a criminal who he played both sides to enrich himself. I recognize him. Magnum, you also recognize him. This is the same shithead who tried to pick your pocket at the bar and buy the Energon on, on your dime. Oh, you mean <laughs> like Cyberpunk or whatever his name was? Turbopunk. Turbopunk. <sighs> well, I guess I didn't hit him in the chin hard enough. But this happened after. Like, so the bar fight happened after this. Correct. This happened three days ago. Now, four days ago... It shows a slender green bot, and... Did, did the first guy get the door open, or, just, or not? Yes, the first guy did get the door open, and you can see, like, about ten minutes later, uh, the that bot runs out and, like, pulls the door shut behind him. <laughs> I think I have a guess of what happened there. <laughs> probably should have, uh, probably should have led with that part. <laughs> now, four days ago... It shows a slender green bot uh, at the, the door. Now, Denizen, you recognize this bot. Uh, her name is Waveform. She was the assistant to the reporter that uh, that was interviewing Damascus the other day when you were there uh, talking to Damascus. Right, the rude one. The rude one, yeah, exactly. Uh, so she arrives at the house in the morning, rings the house comm, and then after waiting a little while, she pulls out a comm device and makes two calls. She leaves after those two calls. And then later that day, a member of Death Charge's staff will stop by. Uh, they knock on the door. They look in the windows. They circle the house. Uh, and then eventually they leave because there's just no answer. Uh, Robo, um, Turbo Punk came on day th- three days ago. And yep. these people visited four days ago. So we're going backwards in time. Yes. So it sounds like he came there. Oh, she came there to, like, interview him. Probably. No one responded. And then when they, when she, like, checked with, like, his staff being like, hey, where the fuck is he? We were supposed to have an interview. They came and they're like, we can't even get in. <laughs> you know? And then, then, the, then, then, then joke face busted in for some reason and probably found the body. <laughs> yeah. And left quickly. <laughs> I guess. I mean, we have to. Ch- we probably should check to see how long he was dead. But let's continue with the footage. If we have more. Uh, there's uh, there's plenty more footage, but the, the, nothing shows anything else of relevance. Do we um, ever see yeah. him answer the door? Does anyone actually get in? 
You do see him, but this was a good six, seven days ago. So when did the door get broken? Was it from Turbo Dick? From (laughs) Turbo (laughs) Turbo Dick. That's worthy of Rob right there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay, we all wish we had one. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> yes, it looks like Turbo Punk broke the broke in three days ago, and then ten minutes later he beat it out real quick and pulling the door closed behind him. Waveform was there four days ago. Actually, sorry. Let me re- let me do this in order. So six days ago, you saw the the last time where where Death Charge answered the door. Four days ago. Waveform comes up, makes a couple of, tries to get in, makes a couple of calls. Later that day, one of Death Charge's staff sobs by, doesn't get an answer, walks around the building, looks in the windows, no answer, can't get through. The next day, Turbo Punk comes up, breaks in, spends 10 minutes in there, and then he's out. 10 minutes. That's like, so that's not, oh, I found a body. I'm panicking and running away. Well, he was, I mean, he right? if, he searched, if he spent time <laughs> searching downstairs and eventually went upstairs, you know, because it's just, he looks like they rifled the downstairs. So he might have spent some time in there before he went upside and found the body because okay. there's no blood dripping to the ceiling or anything like that. So he might not have known there was any. Oh, was he Was he up on the second he floor? He was up on the second floor. Depth charges on the second oh, okay. floor. He would have come in and not, not seen anybody dead yet. I mean, we're. I mean, we're guessing, okay. I, but I it doesn't seem like this is the dude who's the, the assassin hiding in the in the cupboard. Uh, all right. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So I mean, I'll just double check the body, try to get a time of death. Okay. Uh, medicine check, or you can tell me what you got from medicine check before, because I don't remember. I mean, I got a twenty-one before, so I probably could do better trying again. <laughs> Goodness, maybe I can't do better. <laughs> Minimum. Uh, 18. 18. Uh, I don't know if that'll actually get you anything. I will give you this. Uh, three to six days. Okay. That's... <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Roll better next time. Yeah, of course. Naturally. Maybe you should have someone like, I don't know, Nyko check it or something. Yeah, he's welcome oh. to. <laughs> wow. Get good, Pythagoras. Uh, he's not that in, he's not that insecure. He did a 44 just not a few minutes just a minute ago. <laughs> he did. did. Nico oh, tries to shit. Nico tries to school me. He's like, "Hey, hey. Shut up, buddy. <laughs> Give me your energy, John." I know what you had for breakfast eight days ago. <laughs> Energon. We all have Energon for breakfast. Every, always. Every time. <laughs> well, not always Energon. Maybe not. Oh, yeah. There may be a few critters here or there that could go through a little conversion. Uh, Carapace, while uh, they're talking all this out, uh, you arrive at Depth Charge's home, and you see that the door is quite clearly knocked down now. Hang on. <laughs> Bust out the guns and be like, Hey, uh, we okay in there? Shoot the first thing you see. <laughs> Everyone, be quiet. Do you smell that? So, does anybody say anything? We're, we're smelling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're okay. Yep, yep. Okay. We have, a. Uh, we found Depth Charge. Oh, this seems to be a day for finding dead bodies. Yeah. Oh, that's what it's meant. Is that uh, an Infernus bullet residue? It is indeed. It's the same MO. Hmm. But we know it's a small dude. How do you know that? Um, I'll explain to all the things we figured out that about the secret passageway, how the marks were from someone small, and, you know, they probably shot him from that is corner it? of the room. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> is it a secret uh-huh. tunnel? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a t-shirt that says secret tunnel through the mountain. I appreciate that for the audio listeners. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And now we have a, now we have a, do we have a secret tunnel to explore? I'm not sure if we're going to jam oh. yourself, jam yourself down it, but. <laughs> well, how, how, how big is it? Uh, the entry door is 
barely big enough for a medium-sized bot to like crouch crouch down into. Oh, okay. Oh well, yeah, then that's gonna be difficult. I mean, you could detach your armor. All right, fine, I'll do it. But I'll crouch into, uh, well, I suppose I'm still in bear form, so I am kind of crouchy. Mm-hmm. You are. Did you say crouchy or crotchety? <laughs> crouchy. <laughs> it's, cr- guess, it's crotchety yeah. and grouchy together. Crouchy yes. one, half dozen the other. Is that like the ninth dwarf? <laughs> Where, where's the eighth? <laughs> no one talks about the eighth dwarf. <laughs> no one talks about the Oh, God, I just had a horrible thought for the number eight. I don't even want to say it because it's being recorded. <laughs> it's like, we don't talk about him unless you say he was arrested for sexual assault. Okay. Dwarves are known to be handy with rocks. Um, what do you guys want to do? <laughs> I want to go down the secret tunnel. Find out where it goes. See okay. if there's anyone down there. All right. <laughs> and off I go. All right. You're going. Here we go. Left paw, right paw. Left paw, right paw. Left paw, right paw. Left paw, right paw. Catch up the back paws. This tunnel extends quite a ways. How far do you want to walk? I'll walk until I run into something. I'll keep going. Okay. I don't care. Okay. Do you know how long I've been alive? Do you know yeah. how long I've lived in caves? This um, is nothing to me. You hear me, sir? It's nothing. I'll show everyone where the close the door button is. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> there it's are the one... buttons? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say this. The one button she didn't see. <laughs> How long do the rest of you want to wait? Um, oh, I mean, if she never comes back, I'd be good. You know, so. <laughs> I was just going to follow, frankly, because I want to know where it goes. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, oh, um, can you mass disaggregate me? I can if you. It, it doesn't. In look- public? <laughs> <laughs> you mean mass, we're, we're, mass we're, displacement, we're, you mean? Oh, what was it? I, I missed. You wanted me to shrink you, right? Is what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, it won't last long yeah. enough. Yeah, it doesn't. It lasts like three rounds, you know. Right, and then you shoot me again. <laughs> we have to do this again. That's <laughs> 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 the damn <No>. armor. <laughs> Fine. I actually, I'll transform into Pythagoras and put on the Magnum hat. It'll be easier to go through the tunnels. If I turn into a beetle, can I go down? How big are you in beetle form, anyway? We never really said anything. I mean, I think for a while we were assuming that I'm this. I'm I'm large, regardless. Like, but consider you're still large. attached. Yeah, beetle large is not the same thing as tall robot large. Like, they're already and they're designed for burrowing. You know, so it's like I can actually I can technically burrow faster than most of you guys can walk. <laughs> so. <laughs> I will say that if if you do want to to go in in beetle form, uh, you will be squeezing, but I will allow it because you are okay. going to be large in effectively a, a space for a medium creature. Well, can't you just follow down and burrow to make it larger? <laughs> I was just going to say, goes? like, I literally have a burrow speed of thirty feet. So soon, is it is it uh is it metal metal? We'll we'll say that it is we'll say that it is borrowable. Sure. Okay, then I can I can move thirty feet per round. You know, okay. and it, even if it is, even if there are parts that are metal, I can move ten feet per round. <laughs> so. Okay. Hey Dennis, uh, so have you ever seen those Drano commercials? <laughs> <laughs> I think I have. Wild Strike, you are uh, joining these these losers, or or what? <sighs> <laughs> um. No, I'll wait here. We're gonna make okay. damn sure we've destroyed any evidence in this tunnel before we leave it. <laughs> left paw, right paw, left paw, right paw. So the tunnel right does paw, go down quite a long ways, and uh, I mean you're 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 going, and it's taking quite a while. Uh, you hit the mile marker. Jeez. Keep on going. Right. Yeah, of course. Mile. All right. You hit the two mile marker. Keep on going. Of course. It's been about, I don't know, like 40, 50 minutes or so. Do you want to let Wildstrike know what's going on? Give him an update? No. I'm assuming we'd still be in contact. Yes, I'll keep him updated. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, so yeah, you hit the the two-mile mark. 
Uh, about halfway between the two and three mile mark, there seems to be another tunnel that connects in with this one, and the overall tunnel gets larger, like it gets wider. All right. You keep on going, you hit the so, three mile marker. Wait, 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 is, it a, is there right. two different um, split, or is it the same tunnel? It looks like the two tunnels come together and then merge into one larger one. Okay, so there's right. a- like like both tunnels were coming from roughly the same direction, and are now merged and bigger and heading in the same direction. Yes. So there's a- all right. We, yeah, it's, it's, there's another tunnel coming in from somewhere else that we don't know. Of. It's probably another safe house that has a, a panic room that leads this way. I think we should keep going on straight ahead. You keep on going. You hit the three mile marker. And you'll eventually get another, you see, another tunnel merge in to this Jeez. larger one. All right. And it, does it get larger still? Uh, no, it, it stays the same width, but it's wide enough for, for two people to walk out side by side. All right. Well done. Keep on going. The Hit the four mile marker. You'll see a couple more tunnels, like two or three more tunnels come in. And then just as you pass the five mile marker, uh, the tunnel comes to an end with a secure door in front of you, like a heavy secure door. Well, I guess we're not going this way. Let's head back. I bet that's the tunnel to Starscream's secret door. So, ah, I think so. Could be. If this is the political secret passageway, like this could be very useful. So, so who thinks having a secret passage into every major politician's house... Yeah. It's a good idea. <laughs> uh, I think Starscream would probably think that's a great idea. Yeah. Be able to have private meetings with anyone he likes. So you are at the end of this hallway. There is a secure door in front of you. What would you like to do? Um, well, I'll let everyone know. Is there a window or anything like that I can look through? Or Negative. Is there a button? <laughs> there is a button. I push it. Nope. I push the button. Slap. The light on the panel turns red, and it's asking for a security code. Aha! All right. Let's see what I can guess. (laughs) I will hit her with the 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 uh, miniaturization ray. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do my best Starscream impression and just go. I am amazing. (laughs) Click. Open. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So uh, easy. <laughs> you're both awful and amazing. I will listen at the door first. Perception check. Check that perception, you. You best check yourself, Magnum. 28 perception. You don't hear anything on the other side of the door. It seems completely silent. All right. Well, uh, All you hear is Denizen's tiny stomach growling. <laughs> what are you doing, Magnum? Are you trying to listen for a spark pulse? If you want to know if it's alive, just get me a banana. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll figure it out. Bad. Uh, Let's try to, let's try to, right now we have Denizen, Carapace, and uh, the two of me here. Mm-hmm. Um, I will send to a message to Wildstrike what's going on. Um, did you want to join us, or are you going to stay where you're at? Can he triangulate uh, our position I thought I was to say. from our signal to see where we are underground? I was going to say either that, or if this is actually a straight shot, he can be here in like two rounds. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Hey, what's that sound? Oh, you mean that sonic boom wave? Just crash! (laughs) I'll open the door for you. (laughs) (laughs) No! Holy monkey! Uh, What kind of skills you got, uh, Wild Strike? What can you use to try and triangulate something? Uh, Probably nothing. (laughs) I mean, can more... um, like Pythagoras do that. Just be like, hey, we watched, we, you know, we walked three miles southeast of. 
Well, I mean, so. if if you if um, I have if Wild Strike, if you go exit the house and do a, a wide circle in the air, just to give yourself a little distance, you still have that special high-powered surveillance device attached to you. Oh yeah. So I could uh, use that there signal to do a triangulation. Just read off your coordinates every five seconds, and uh, I should be able to do the math. Give me a quick computer check. If you need a calculator, there's one on the door here. I don't know if you have computers there, uh, Wild Strike, but if you want to aid, you're, you can. Uh, I do not. What about Nyko? Uh, yes, he will. Don't forget about little Nyko. Uh, plus two for me. What well, can right. I help you with, bed, boss? Um, I need all the help I can get. 26. Uh, it's it's easy enough for you to do it. It wasn't uh, I wasn't a really high DC, so yeah, uh, you can get a uh, get a triangulation and locate where you are in the city. And you want to know where you are? Yes. Yeah. You are directly under the ISS building. <laughs> Called it. Uh, yeah. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> oh, man. From the Secret Files of Teletran 1, Empire of Rust is written and GM'd by Michael Ordway. Headmaster Magnum and his partner Pythagoras are played by Matthew G. Denizen, the mysterious druid, is played by Adam H.U. The Decepticon warrior Wildstrike and his partner Nyko are played by Mike M., and Carapace, the Beast Soldier of Primitive Eucharist, is played by Patrick Finn. Additional characters are played by Michael and Cassandra Ordway. Empire of Rust is supported by the humans and networks of planet Earth, whose online networks provide access to libraries of sound effects and music, such as Storyblocks, Sasplat, Blue Zone, and Dark Fantasy Studios. We are distributed by the Transmissions Podcast Network. Stay up to date with all the latest news and reviews in the world of the Transformers by going to transmissionspodcast.com or searching for the Transmissions in your podcast app of choice. You can communicate with the heroes of Iacon by joining us on the Transmissions Discord channel. There you can discuss episodes, talk to the cast, and download the rule set used in the Empire of Rust. Teletran 1, signing off.